Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. All right, we are speeding. You're doing the cue, Coach. Yeah. All right, let's do this in three, two, one, QBMOC. We're back for a sixth season of medium-level sports talk. And we're talking college hoops. Lest we kick off a new season of Wagers of the Week and bring back the two-minute drill. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Worldwide. Great as always, although I think shouting sing along was a dicey decision. He was feeling it. Hey, right. welcome to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big stories right and the details frequently wrong. If you're cool with that, we will have our 225th show. Wow. 220 what? shows over 200 Jesus hours of Christ. medium level nonsense. Uh, who says we're not living our best lives? <laughs> My- <laughs> my name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus, or BMOC, doing this show. At joining me as always is basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you doing, Coach? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm ready to really kick into. I think it's taken me a few seasons, like five, but I think sixth, the sixth season, it's going to be my best one. Well, the six times the charm. That's what they it say. Really is. And with those sick guitar relics, live music on this show, live for us anyway, it set us apart. It's the Maestro Brian Hake. How are we doing, Maestro? Funny you should ask that. Yeah, he always does. Because <laughs> I got a song. Oh, you do? Here we go. Oh, here we go. I got money in the bank and gas in my tank. I got a happy wife and kids and some beers in the fridge. Oh, I got a basement bar and I like to smoke cigars, but I can't complain. No, I can't complain. I can't complain, but I gotta complain, cause I gotta go to work in the morning, 
That was amazing, and I th- I think you'd call that a radical departure from normal, where Maestro just goes pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Wow, that was amazing, Maestro. You're starting wow. off season six strong. Show off. Well, I know the coach coach loves a good old fashioned country song. So, oh, you know me. He does. Oh, he does. He loved me some country. Two hundred and twenty-five episodes. What are you fellas drinking tonight? What do you got there, Maestro? I found this in the uh, Hakemore Tavern fridge. I think somebody left it behind. It might have been Tall Sean, actually. It's a Brewdog Light Speed. Light Speed from Brewdog. It's a low ABV hazy IPA. A hazy IPA action. How about you, Coach? What do you got going? I'm there? drinking. I'm drinking. Uh, I'd read it. It's uh, the Great Lakes Crushworthy. Citrus wheat, citrus wheat, citrus wheat. It's one of those multi packs that I had. It's actually it's good for my figure because it's a low cal beer. It's got low low calories. I was using oh. a, a, an abbreviation there. Low cal means low calories. Gotcha. gotcha. I know it be. I know it BMOC's probably drinking. Uh, What's that? BBR. Actually, tonight going with the Miller High Life. <gasps> what? Champagne of beers. Still have a couple left in the fridge. Uh, so good. Yeah, decent, decent, easy drinking. Not complicated. Left in the fridge from when uh, Coach was over hanging out. I know, I know. Likely. Cool, <laughs> cool, 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 cool. cool. All right. Uh, well, welcome to the show, everybody. We got a little bit of housekeeping, then we'll get right into it. First of all, you can follow the show on social media at Sports Wednesday on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram, and at Sport Wednesday on Twitter. Lots of great content there. Mostly uh, we, we post when we have a new show, uh, but sometimes we post other things. We and do sometimes. You're going to have to just follow us to find out. You want to get your merch. April Fool's Day is coming up. You got to get that Sports Wednesday merch. Head to sportswednesday.com. Click on merch. That'll take you to our Redbubble store where you can get all manner of good stuff. And just a reminder every day to go to Sportal.pro and play the Daily Sportal, the only word-guessing game that's sports-themed that doesn't suck. Great, uh, great, happy to announce that our good friends at Big Swing Games are on board for a sixth season sponsoring the show. God, I was a little nervous. Sportal.pro from Big Swing Games. Good times. Maestro hanging in there at sixth place. I can't seem to get back into the top five, but... Try harder. Try harder. Maestro on the leaderboard there, and uh, and props to you, Coach, for getting all those uh, puzzles uh, written and in, and good work there. I'm trying Guess to figure we'll... out, though. Yeah, yeah. Help me understand. Here we go. I've been playing every day since th- this new season started, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much get it first try, but yet the person that's in first place is ahead of me by like 500,000 points. How is that possible? The, the, the points are somewhat randomly assigned. I, I do believe really? that that algorithm might need to be reworked. We'll have to get on our yeah. people for that. So um, I can get we'll back talk, to we'll talk. I've often wondered that myself, my son. I know. Because there, there's been times where I, I do it like three days in a row and I suddenly appear in the top 10. It, and then it feels, I drop it, back out. It feels very much like an F1 race. The leader is the leader and that's not changing. Is that, is. is that your mom, Coach? What? That's that's the, in first place. Is that oh your God, mom? no, no. I don't is it your lover? Is it your lover? <laughs> it's my lover. Your lover. Yeah, she she has an insight to all the, the puzzles. 
couple a uh, couple things going on tonight. Uh, Coach was just watching the the Cavs Celtics game went into overtime after a big uh, comeback by the Cavs. They won that game one eighteen to one fourteen. Noise. Nice job there. The Cavs outscored Boston thirty one to seventeen in the fourth quarter to complete that comeback. And uh, a little hockey action for you, Maestro. Hockey. Ottawa Senators playing the Chicago Blackhawks at zero zero end of the oh. first. That's exciting. The Senators uh, beat uh, the Blue Jackets like five to five to one or five to two last night. I know. Screw, I know you hate the Senators. Screw the Senators. I know you screw hate the them. Senators. God damn it! All right, fellas, that's our housekeeping. Let's do this show. We got to talk, sir. College hoops a lot. College hoops, everybody. Sir Collins hoops a lot. Sir Collins hoops a lot. What's a whammy bar making a case Damn. for a show MVP early on? This is going to be mm. tough to beat, but I'll tell you what. We have taken, what, four weeks off uh, after yeah. the Super Bowl? And mm-hmm. so uh, we might be a little bit rusty, but uh, nah. we've been trying to catch back up during the doldrums here with what's going on in the sporting world. And that's college hoops. So I asked my friend, the coach, the basketball legend, just, just tell us about the top teams. You're likely number one seats as we head into conference championship tournament week. All right. So your top, your top four, it's been a weird year because there's been a lot of teams that have been really good. And uh, the number one spot seems to have changed quite a few times. But the number, the four top number one seeds, barring, I, I think they could even lose in the second round of their conference tournament. I think these teams are probably number one. It's going to be Kansas, Houston, UCLA, and Bama. So okay. you've got you've got a couple thoroughbreds in there. Where you've got Kansas, who is a year, and that's a blue blood. You've got Houston, who is. They've been trending upward the last three years, and this is, they've, they've actually held the number one spot the longest, I think, this year, but they're a really untested team. Um, then you got Bama, which is just – they're defying all the odds because with all the shit that's going on in Bama, you would think that maybe they would fall. They did take a, a smack in the face this past week and lost to, uh, I believe, Texas A&M, and it wasn't a good loss. It was a bad loss. Yeah. Um, they've got lots of legal problems, right? Is there yes. a good loss? Well, a close loss, but they got their butts kicked. Oh, I got, I got I mean, I mean, A&M's a good team. Don't, they don't are get a good me team, wrong. which I, yeah. which they're, they're, they're second in the SEC. And then um, yeah. the fourth seed, UCLA. So UCLA yeah. in the Pac-12, um, yeah. they're trending upward right now. They've, they've just, I think they just beat Arizona to win the Pac-12 outright. And yeah. that's Nick Cronin. They were just in the finals a couple of years ago. I think he's a fantastic coach. And I also think people really haven't been paying attention to them. And I think they're a sneaky number one. Um, they, if they lose in the sneaky, first they, round, They've won 10 in a row. Right. And, that, they're that trend, and, and they're trending that way. So Arizona was really the, the, the cream of the crop in the Pac-12, but Arizona fell to them. So right, UCLA will go in as the number one seed. They've won the outright. If they can just... I think if they lose the first round of their Pac-12, they won't. But if they can hold on, I think them as the number one pick and a nice... A nice placement could. I really like UCLA there a lot. Um, do, you, do you think nice. the 
the coach of UCLA ever gets frustrated and says to his team, John Wooden's not coaching here anymore. <laughs> if he doesn't say it, he's wasting the great opportunity to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of teams that I won't get into that are right there underneath it that are just in this giant pack of, <laughs> of just smashed together. Um, and there's there's not a lot to distinguish between them. So, what's your take on Kansas, Coach? Okay, so Kansas is one of those teams that like they have they have some serious thoroughbreds. Um, but I also like they won it last year. Uh, it's a way different team. Kansas is one of those teams. If they've got a history in the NCAA, they've lost in the first round, being a very high seed. Now I don't see them losing as a number one seed this year, but they're due. They're due for an upset. They've had a nice run, and history says Kansas is going to slip up. That's why I, they make me nervous. So uh, let me ask you this, because you did describe it as a weird year, and I think this bears that out. I would say the best conference in college basketball is the Big 12 yes. right now, far and away, like six teams. In the it's top not 25. even close. And, and, SEC is is right behind them though, Correct. right? So, two two conferences where you you don't normally think of them as sort of basketball dominant. But uh, I've watched a lot of Big Twelve because I watch Kansas State play, so I've seen a lot of those team play, and they have been beaten up on each other. So they, they have records like you know nineteen and seven, or or you know maybe twenty and six. But I think you're going to see Big Twelve teams making it at least the second weekend in the tournament for sure. Right. Yeah. So here's, here's my prediction for, for, for the conferences. You're, you, you were spot on in saying big 12 and sec are the, they're the cream of the crop ACC and big 10, who have usually had some pretty decent showings or were predicted to be a lot better. They're garbage. I, I, I guess garbage is a, like you look at the big 10, which has all these great names. And there were a lot of teams that were like, Ohio state was not expected to be this bad. And they were expected to have this, just all these great teams. But like when I looked at the list and outside of really, there's really one team at the top, which is Purdue. And there's just a lot of stuff right under it. Like nothing intrigues me. Nothing seems like nobody's If they do, I'll be the first person to say it. Nobody's jumping out and making it to the final four, except for Purdue. It's either Mm -hmm. Purdue or nobody else. And like the ACC I know Virginia's there, but like yeah. North Carolina. I mean, Duke. is it is it possible that the Big Ten is just so good and they're beating each See, other? See, that's what that's what they were saying in the beginning, but I've seen a lot of games. And even Purdue, I'm not real. You know, they, you know, they got like Michigan I'm, State could could sneak in not, there. Mm, upset the, some people. It's just not the same Michigan State team. They get a lot of Tom Izzo gets that team a lot of great reputation. This team is a very mediocre team. Like I just watched them. I've seen Illinois. I've seen Indiana, Michigan, which they were predicted. They were ranked in the top five in the beginning of the preseason. I don't. I don't. I don't think they're gonna make the tournament. They, they're not. So like they're the first four out. Like they have to. They have to make a run in the Big Ten to get there. And I. I think it's a. It, and you're right, Maestro. A lot of people say that, but like my eyeballs say, I just think it's a lot of mediocre and one decent team. Yeah. And, and what's, talk uh, about what's what's UNLV? How are they doing with Jerry Tar- Tarkanian? Are they? Oh, they're doing great. Larry Johnson's <laughs> got one more year. He's going to go pro. 
Oh, Stacy Ogman. It's going to be a fantastic year for them. But Maestro, Maestro, you haven't. How much college basketball have you been watching in the off time here? Uh, remember when you, when we went to that OU Miami game? That yeah. was the last one you watched. That's the only game I've watched. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, uh, and just one last thought on weirdness in the ACC. Yes, Virginia's good. Duke may may make a run. You never know. But yeah. I, North Carolina has got four starters returning from their yes. national championship team, and they are garbage this year. I, I mean, they're, they're on the outside looking in. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's nuts. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take our collective expertise in college basketball, which is <laughs> very uh, basically very little uh, listening to what coach says. And we're going to predict not all the conference tournaments winners, but some of the big ones here. And I'll just shout out the conference. And then you guys just tell me who you think is going to win it. And we'll just power through it. Are you okay? keeping track? Uh, I'm not keeping track. Yeah. <laughs> You're not putting this down. All right, let's go. So, all right. Well, let's start with the Big Ten, Maestro. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I was just mentioning them. Michigan State. All right. I'm gonna go Purdue, Coach. Purdue. All right. Big Twelve, Coach. Kansas. Maestro. Texas. Good pick there. Kansas State. Of course. Of course. If you didn't. I'd it could happen. It could happen. happen. All right. Uh, I had to look up the teams in this conference just to make sure they were who I thought they were, but the Big East, Maestro. Xavier. Nice pick there. Xavier also for me. Uh, UConn. Taking UConn in the Big oh, East. That's a good one. They're, they're playing well. They're playing really well right now. So, uh, excellent. All right, ACC coach? Uh, Miami. What? Mm-hmm. Maestro. I'm going to go Duke. All right, I'll oh, take uh, big. I will take big cheese in yeah, Virginia. I knew it. Somebody had to. Somebody had to do it. All right, the SEC maestro, Texas A and M. Ooh, nice pick there, Coach. That's what I'm picking. A and M, baby, let's go. All right, then I will. Uh, I will go ahead and uh, give it to my favorite gun suppliers from the <laughs> University of Alabama. <laughs> Wait to see what joke you pull off on that one. That was well played. Any, anybody that's connected to OU, that's who pits. I know. But uh, but that joke was okay, right? Oh, solid. That's what, was yeah, good. okay. Yeah. Solid. All right. Good, 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 uh, we we thus far have consensus on zero of these. Yeah. Uh, pack tw- pack twelve, coach. Uh, UCLA, UCLA. Maestro. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on an uh, outlier. I'm gonna go Oregon. I knew it. Oregon. Ooh. God, you love Phil Knight. You just love Phil Knight. I'll uh, I'll go Arizona then. Oh, look at us. Look, look at, at us you. at the Pac-12. All right, and now the the granddaddy of them all. I've seen more games in this conference than anywhere else. The Middle American Conference yes. of the MAC. Maestro, who's winning Kent. the MAC? I'm gonna go Kent. Nice. Coach? Oh, I'm going the flashes. Go Kent. Oh, man. You were going to say Kent. Go... Are you going to Toledo? No. no he was I'm going to go Toledo. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, would, I would say OU. I would love to see us make a run like we no. did. Uh, but uh, Toledo is one like 11 in a row. I know. They they shot to the top. So I just worry about a team like that. Like they're thinking ahead to the tournament. But yeah. the, does, does the MAC have to win to get into the tournament? This yeah. year, yes. Okay. Yeah, like I don't think any of them were in the top twenty-five. Did Kent even taste it? I don't think so. No, I don't. No, think they, so. they're they're Toledo, just like the Sun Belt. Toledo is a good pick. They got to win it. Yeah, they got to win it. 
So that's uh, that's uh, there are conference tournaments that have already started on like you know the WAC and a couple other ones that are going on. I think actually BYU is playing tonight in the they game, are. but most of these start like uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday kind of time frame. I think uh, Ohio State plays Wednesday for the first time against Wisconsin, and uh, OU plays Thursday against Ball State. Go Cats! All right. That's uh that's all we're gonna do until because we'll do a, a tournament preview once we've you know so by our next show we will sound like we absolutely know. Oh, we'll be locked. Do in. we do we have some skin in this? Can we go? Can we uh, like whoever has the most uh, or whoever has the least maybe picks of these? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y- YPP or something. All right, YPP. All right, YPP. Just right. uh, make sure somebody wrote those down and can check that <laughs> for us. That'd be great. I I will go back. You know what I. I'll go. I'll I'll do it. I'll he will. Okay. God bless you. All righty. Very good. Well, that's uh, that's their college hoops a lot. That's us easing back into medium level sports talk. Can well, coach on another beer already? Holy cow! It's a good show. He's putting them away. Putting them away. He's so upset about that Senators Blackhawks game. Fucking Senators. Um. That's our college hoops lot. Let's get to uh, to the part of the show. It takes about ninety minutes at least. Uh, and usually, by the way, we come out of our Super Bowl break and we we've spent some time talking with each other about what worked well this season. What do we want to try <laughs> and do? How do we? We did we did none of that this time. We're basically saying let's so just keep making shows. We'll just we'll just fit. what we'll do is we'll do that in the middle of this season. We'll go mm-hmm. okay. This is a mid-season break. We're going to see what we should have taken out because when we go back and look at the first chunk of shows for this season, they were garbage. How can we fix them? And we'll do exactly what we did. You know what we'll bring back? What hat am I wearing? That will save the show. Oh, I would love what hat am I wearing. It's coming back next week. I'm calling it right right. now. All right. What hat are you wearing? That means we got to turn our cameras off. That's fine. We can do that. That's fun. We can do it. All right. It's time. For Batten and, and Sweatin'. Oh, yeah. I will say this, if season six has more Maestro doing country music songs, we're already going to be on the road to success. Oh, we're going to triple our viewership. That was a little bit more Southern rock. And actually, while I say that, I want to say rest in peace, Gary Rosington, the last living member of Leonard Skinner passed away. So rest rest in rock, Gary. Three steps, baby. In season five, we did something called Wager of the Week, where we all started out with 10 points and we made wagers using lines and over and unders and all that kind of stuff because we were we wanted some practice before gambling became legal in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, and we, we did great with it. So <laughs> we started out with 10 points. Uh, after the Super Bowl, Maestro ends up on the year at negative 10 points. Well done. Uh, well so done. Well done. He, he lost 20 points in his last bet on Arsenal Brentford. That was a tie. And then... Uh, but he picked up 10 points from uh, betting props with coach BMOC turned his 10 points into negative 24 <laughs> points. 
Lost 20 bucks. I put 20 points on the Super Bowl under. God. Okay. Your dad is okay. just so in, pissed at you right now. In the face <laughs> of your mockery. In the face of your mockery. And against all, all odds, I was like, I'm putting it all on the under. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. And then Coach, uh, he picks up 20 points. He picked Kansas City to uh, to cover. They certainly won the game. And then he picked up uh, 20 points betting on the over, which he did just to spite me. Yes, I did. And then. Nine points from prop bets. So he ends the year in first place, our season five wager of the week winner with 117 points. God, that is amazing. 117 points. God, I was 137 better than you. That is a 10x return. A 10x return. What what does he get for winning? Just bragging rights. Bragging rights. That's it. Because because didn't he lose end cap? He lost an end cap bet with that. That's. Yes. I can't even, I didn't even get, I got what? Did anybody do a timer on that? I literally got 6.7 seconds to enjoy my win before I had to answer to my other losses. God. Oh, man. That's all right. These, these candy bets, guys got to start paying up. Got to He's, he's right. Our side, candy. Come on. Our side bets have gotten out of control. I think I was actually, I went back and listened to our super special show and uh, I lost Five YPPs to you, Coach, on the Super Bowl. I know. Uh, plus or minus the YPPs that we've wagered. I'll have to go check the test. We'll have to double check those. And I know I owe Maestro, uh, I owe him some beers for sure. I and, throw YPPs around like they're silver dollars. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yes, I owe you both end cap candy from Drug Mart, correct? The classic candy. Classic. Classic candy, yep. Classic candy, all right. And uh, if you're new to Sports Wednesday Nation, first of all, welcome. A YPP is a York peppermint patty. It's, of course uh, it is. It's one, it's one of the easiest things to wager and so uh, quite tasty. Very tasty. So easy. So congratulations there, Coach. How Thank are you. you doing in actual wagering on an app now? Are you ahead? Are you down? I'm even. I'm, dead, I'm, I'm, I'm even right now. Like I'm not up and I'm not down. I'm even. Mm. I'm still slightly – well, let me just say that I – I've got a little money left, but it's all been that free money, and it's been free money since uh, the Super Bowl. So gotcha. I've been holding steady. I get up. I, I think, gets uh, me down. I think March will be a fun <laughs> month for gambling. Fun month. How are you doing? Good deal. I uh, am up $6.92. Mm. Thus far on my initial $25 investment, $6.92. But so I was like, as you guys know, I bet Fiverr on Max Verstappen to win the dollar ninety two, and I won a dollar ninety two, and I'm like, that's great. But if I had bet five hundred thousand dollars, that wouldn't have been a bad return. It'd have been a great return. Yeah. So you should have done that. I'll just have. I'll have to put more money in the account, I guess. Yeah. So season six wager of the week, everybody gets ten points. We are right now tied ten to ten to ten. Congratulations, everybody! Any yeah. wagers this week? Looks like Maestro, you're going to take a pass on week one. Of course, unless is. you guys convince me to bet. Come on, man! You got to bet. It's free money. It's free All money. right, I'll do it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do coach of mine, and then we'll circle back and see if you got one. Coach, right, I, I'm going to bet on the Mac. 
I'm going to bet the OU Ball State game, but the the lines don't come out until tomorrow or till well, yeah. when the show comes out, the line will come out. So I'm just yeah. asking you guys, I want the line that comes out on Wednesday for that game. Whatever OU gets or gives, I'll take that. OU, I'll bet five. Love it. Love it. You're so cocky uh, coming off this big win, though, don't you think? I, how can I not? I won it's like by he's going to slot his points because he knows he's going to win. I'm not. Like, so if Wager of the Week was real, money, Maestro and I would be borrowing money from Coach just to even up <laughs> so we don't get our kneecaps broken. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and take Wisconsin over OSU again. I'll take the line on. I'm sure Wisconsin will be giving some points. I'm hoping it's under seven uh, when that comes out. That it game's on be. Wednesday, which is the same day. So that line will come out tomorrow since the game's on Wednesday. Yes. Uh, although everyone listening to this, the line came out today, the, yesterday, <laughs> and the game is today. Yes. It's it's a mystery of time. I love time. But uh, co- coach coach told me. <laughs> Hey, oh, bet against OSU. It is it is hitting all season. And then I bet uh, I bet against them in the Illinois game, which they won. They like suddenly turned into a good team for one Correct. game. Correct. Yeah. So I got, got stung there, but I'm I'm going back to it. I'm sorry, I got you on that train a little too late. I apologize. No worries. All right, Maestro, you got one. I do. Oh, here um, we go. It's not college basketball. <gasps> Here's the thing. I know like during my lean times last season, I would bet on Arsenal just to kind of get me back in the game. I'm not going to do that Mm -hmm. because I know coach was, he was browbeating me. He's like, are you going to pick the number one team? Of course I'm going to win. (laughs) But I'm sticking with EPL. And I'm, this is is a long shot. I'm I'm guns a blazing here. Nice. I'm going to pick. I like the way Everton played. I know they, they lost to Arsenal at the end there, but they played well. They are in deep doo-doo. They're 18th in the tables. Ooh. They're playing Brentford, who's ninth, so mid middle of the tables. I'm going 10 points. Oh, my God. Everton, Everton upsets Brentford this Saturday. Ooh. Wow. That's, that's guns my, a blazing. You did, you're not my, kidding. Maestro okay. comes out swinging. Here's what I'm going to do. Let's let's make this a lot of fun. I'll take the other side of that with my other five points. All right. Okay. So, so coach, is not, this coach you've fun. got five on OU and five on Brentford. Let's do it. When is that game? It's the 11th. So that's that Saturday. That's Saturday. It's not Saturday in the morning. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be it's cold. It's gonna be cold. It's cold, maybe rainy. Is it in Bradford or is it in Everton? Are those even places? That's, that's a good question. Well, Everton played in London at Arsenal, so I'm thinking that's gonna. How be- was it listed? Who was the first team? Uh, let me see. That's the home team. It's flipped. Hmm. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Everton is the, on the top. So it's at Everton. Everton. 10 a.m. All right. Okay. Uh, well, we uh, also, in addition to wagering uh, pretend points, we wager actual <laughs> money with Coach's Bredo. We've been doing this for, I think, at least three of our six seasons we've been yes. doing it. We've been on a losing streak. We're down 70 bucks. Uh, let's talk about it in this little segment we like to call.
Putting with coaches, brother. Putting with coaches, brother. Putting with coaches, brother. Let's do this. 2023. Let's go. Here we go. So uh, on the Super Bowl, we threw him two bets. He took Philly and the under, and we won both of those. So that I reduced us from owing him 70 to just being down 50 right now. And it is oh, his manageable. turn for a bet. Did he send us a bet? He did not yet. Okay. So we're we're in the midst of nothing. It'll be hockey. He likes it. It'll be hockey. It'll be hockey. It'll be hockey. That's uh, just a good reason to follow us on the social media. So once we get a bread of bet, we'll post it there. I'll, and that yes, way you'll we know will what's post going that bet. Most definitely we will post that bet. That will 100% happen. All right. Well, that's betting with Coach's brother, which brings us now to a part of the show. show is cooking tonight, fellas. Wow. Season six is about shows being lean Easy. and mean and efficient. Wait. Wait for it. We've got a lot that's left. Right. Well, there's a lot of show left here, everybody. Everybody. Uh, this, if, we, if we got something on our chest, we got to get off our chest. We call that a rant. If we have made a mistake and we want to clean it up, we call it a correction. Or if we just want to pass along a recommendation for something in the world, we call that a recommendation. And the entire segment is called Rants and Corrections. Coaches are getting recommendations. recommendations. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I just yeah, thought, yeah, he. I'm like, why is there I a thought, dead spot? It's been a while. It's, come on. Guy. It's been a while. We're Damn a little it. rusty. Damn it. All right. This but is I open mic that. style. We've got Coach with a rant and a wreck, Maestro with a wreck, BMOC with a wreck. So let's, uh, let's, let's throw it to Maestro first. What do you reckon there, Maestro? All right. So, uh, you know. Wintertime, it's the doldrums watching some shows. There's not a lot of great shows right now. I think Mm -hmm. everybody's watching the same stuff. But I will say um, some friends, some family recommended, since we have Peacock, recommended the show called Poker Face. It's got Natasha Lyonne in it. Um, And we've watched like three or four episodes. It is really clever and enjoyable. So I would say if you have Peacock, Give it a try because it's pretty good. There's some really good, clever writing in it. Um, it's it's just a fun show to watch. It's not super serious. So I watched that. I watched the other one that Natasha was in, the Russian Doll, in Netflix, and and uh, I like her. I heard season I heard season two was really bad. It was. Oh my god! I'm so glad you said that because the first season was really good, and I liked I liked I like her a lot. I think she's a good actress. Um, but yeah, season two was so bad that we didn't even finish it. So I would be willing to give her another shot. Cause I mean, she is, uh, she's got sort of that Husky voice, and yeah. stuff. but she, in this poker face, she plays like a Columbo type character. Yeah. But she's kind of, she's kind of goofy and she's, which is just, uh, is good for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check, right, it right. Check it out. Check it out. Mr. Reckman. I'm Peacock. All right. Yeah. Coach. All right, I have a random wreck. So, which one do you want first? Let's go with the wrecks. We'll go through the wrecks. All right, so the wreck for me is uh, Maestro. I've already sent this to you, and BMOC is going to love this one. Um, But I've watched the the Netflix documentary, uh, the series, which is by the same, I think it's the same people that did the F1, and it's called Full Swing, and it's the golf one. And uh, I got completely hooked into it. Now here's why I got hooked into it. And this is, it's funny because we F1, the first 
um, the series came out, we started watching that and we were talking about how we, how we liked it or didn't like it. And I remember loving the F1 because I had no idea what F1 was about and it was so new and so exciting and I had no idea how the season went. So everything that happened felt like it was happening in real time for me. So it's not like, I was like, Oh, I remember this race. This is where Hamilton won. Or I couldn't, I didn't have any memory of that because I didn't follow it. So that was why it was so exciting with golf. I haven't followed golf since Tiger Woods was like really good and I was compelled to watch it. So like golf is like something that's happened in another universe. So when I watched this, it was, it it basically followed last year. And then the whole live tour thing was in it. And like, these guys are very soap opery. Like it's got that thing. And I will tell you, if you watch one episode, there's a golfer, his name is Joel Damon. And he is this every, every guy golfer. It's worth watching it. Like even you BMOC would appreciate him. He's, he's kind of goofy, but not, he doesn't try too hard. Um, I don't know. Even if you don't like golf, I think it's worth watching. Um, but if you do like golf and maestro, you do, I think you're going to love it. Like BMOC's going, uh, no. and I know he won't watch it, but if he, <laughs> if he, if I told him what episode to watch, cause they're all by themselves. Like they kind of have a story that follows, but like that one with Joel Damon, the 70th ranked golfer in PGA, it's, you might find it compelling BMOC, but all right. so it's like, it's like to, you know, I wasn't kidding and I'm not, uh, I hope I'm not overselling it, but I think, I think you'll, I think you'll dive into it and you'll be wanting more. Nice. So this, this Joel Damon guy's like, it's like the episode about Haas, right? <laughs> yes. That is, oh my God, that is a great comparison. That is a great comparison. Yeah. So yeah. So first co- coach, coach saying, uh, you haven't watched golf since, uh, Tiger Woods was philandering. Yes. When he was good. Yeah. So I mean, speaking of of Tiger Woods, I I just, and golf, I I saw something on on the interwebs the other day. I think it was John Rahm that said it. And John Rahm is, I think he's the number one guy on the, on the PGA right now. He's from Spain. He's a good golfer, but he made a comment, which I thought, which really resonated with me. He said, if Tiger Woods literally only played the two seasons, 99 and 2000 and just quit, like he only played those two seasons he would have a better record as far as wins and majors than like the top 10 golfers that are out right now. That's sick. It's like, that's how good he wins. was. It's like 18 wins and four majors in that two year period. That's more than like Jordan Spieth and Rory McIlroy and all those guys. It's crazy to think just those two seasons. That's amazing. Tiger Woods. Good times. Well, here's a here's my rec. I, I've been meaning to pass this one on. I hope I didn't do it before, and this is a repeat. I don't think it is. Uh, you know, we liked we we wrecked the show Winning Time, which was on HBO about the LA Lakers. My only nit on that show was I didn't like how Jason Siegel played Paul Westhead, who was the assistant coach who took over, and he just sort of played him as kind of this whiny, crying guy who didn't know anything about basketball. Yes. Uh, and I was like, that can't, that can't be the case. Uh, and then uh, I saw a 30 for 30 about Paul Westhead called the guru of go. And uh, it really redeems his sort of reputation. So if you watch winning time and you're like, man, Paul Westhead's a dork who doesn't know anything about basketball, watch the guru of go All because right. you learn, he knows quite a bit about basketball. It really dives into his, 
he was the coach of uh, Loyola Marymount yes. the year they were really good with Hank Gathers. Died. If, if Hank Gathers hadn't died, that team might have won the national title. I agree. Um, and so, and it's only, I think it's only a 60 minute documentary and it just, it came on after a, a basketball game I was watching and I'm like, I'll give this a shot. So the guru of go will redeem Paul Westhead for you. Excellent. I will check that wow. out. Definitely. I love Paul Sweet. Westhead, but you're right. That, that show, we like it, but Paul Westhead is just that. And I just couldn't get behind, um, who's the dude that played, uh, Pat Riley. Adrian Brody. Yes. I just didn't see it. I, they, it. I get it, but I just didn't see it. But I love the show. It was a nice yeah. try. His acting was good, but but he doesn't visually fit the role I was just at like, all. ah, nope. No, no. All right, Coach, you but, got a rant for us? They did, but they did so well with other characters, too. Oh. Like the ones that really mattered, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Jerry Buss is amazing. And so yeah. is and Matt, the guy that plays Magic Johnson is amazing. Yeah, sure. So, and the guy who plays Kareem. Amazing. They're, yes, they, they nailed – look, that's a tough show to nail all those different personalities. If they miss yeah. on a couple and it doesn't kill the show like this didn't, I'm good with it. Yep. All right, so my, my rant is it's it's ridiculous and dumb and you'll all turn your head. But it's like – so me and the guy I work with, we're, we're, we're going back and we're ranking candy bars again. We did it. I don't know, six or seven years ago. We're so yeah. bored, we're doing it again. So the kids are bringing us candy bars to try. And a lot of them are ones we haven't had. And the problem is we, when, we, when we rank a candy bar, we, we put it up on our bulletin board and you can see it. Like the wrappers are sitting there and you can see the ranking and they get so excited. Like when we, after we finish one, they'll watch us walk up to the bulletin board and they're like, oh, 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 oh. you know, we'll move them around. Yeah. So- the last candy bar is the zero bar. Like I have my 12 or 13 candy bars over here. And then I have put this like maybe five feet in between it on the bulletin board. And that's where I put the zero bar. That's how much now, I Are you giving it a fair shake? Yes. Or are you just, are you? No, I, I I've eaten it. I've, I've I feel like there's some comfort. There's some confirmation bias going on with the zero bar. There, there isn't. And I, I, I have clean that palate. I, give it a fresh go. <laughs> I'm just telling you anyway, <laughs> some bias. So anyway, so the kids are very geared on trying to find a candy bar that could be worse than the zero bar. That That is their goal. And they brought one in and it, it really, it really tested it. And it, it, it my rant is Kit Kat. My rant is we tried a, it was called a blueberry muffin Kit Kat. Ooh, oh ooh. my God. Your face, Pete, is exactly how it tasted. It was. So it's one of those, it's oh. like one of those Japanese ones from like, you go down to, to Jungle Jake's or and whatever. It's, it was purple and it was yeah. like, when, as soon as you open it, it smelled almost like blueberry perfume and we have to eat the whole bar. Like that was a task. It was Oh my God, it was so horrific. And I'm just like, Kit Kat, I get it. There, there may be, but like you are cheapening your brand with me because Kit Kat is a great candy bar and these are just so bad. Like stop, stop making this garbage. Just do your Kit Kat. But those aren't, are the, that wasn't an American. No, it is. It's, it was, it, they bought this oh, at Walmart. Is. Oh, like, wow. okay. Like they had the, I've had the apple pie one garbage. I've had the pumpkin one double garbage. Uh, there's, there's just so many iterations. There's a s'mores one. None of them. They're just not good. 
Like they, they, they think they can nail this artificial flavor and it's, it's just gross. So Kit Kat, stop effing around. Just make your Kit Kat. If you want to do a white one every once in a while, that's fine. If you want to do the white chocolate, that's fine. Just stick to the Kit Kat. Coach, do you think in the UK it's called a nil bar? Dirty nil. They should call it the nil bar. Huh. I always find it fascinating that the number zero wasn't invented till after all the other numbers were. And then they're like, we need something that means nothing. And it was, I think, around 3 BC when the zero first appeared. Yeah, ancient India. Thank you, ancient India. But one through through nine, you're like, you know what would be great? If we had something that meant nothing. Let's go with zero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they picked the right name, I guess. So I can I interject a little? Please, I would love to have your interjection. So it's the it just popped into my head when I was talking about Peacock and Mm -hmm. you know watching Poker Face and stuff. But it's the flip side of that. Um, So a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, the the Hake household got rid of live TV through Hulu, Mm -hmm. and so we did get we did hook up our antenna so we get over the antenna, you know, Mm -hmm. local channels or whatever if we need to watch the news or whatever bullshit. But so no live TV, which has been it's taken a while to get used to because some of the stuff that I used to like to watch, like it seems like every EPL game that I wanted to watch is now on NBC. Yes. <laughs> Instead of on Peacock, it's like, Ugh. but anyway, one thing I've noticed is that once you get rid of live, t- live TV um, and you get like the cheapest version of Peacock or Paramount Plus or whatever, and you and you watch shows. There's ads on them now. I know. And, I and it's feel annoying. Like over, I feel like over time, like they're just going to work us back in. It's going to be just like cable with commercials. I know. But you're watching it on streaming. It's just like, what the hell? They're going to get it back in there. I'm not pleased at all. Yeah. And you can't get, a, you can't get around them. No, you can't. You, you are stuck. Yeah. We did that. We were watching. And even if, and even if you pause your show, let's say, oh, I got to go. I'm going to pause my show. They're bringing the commercial back. Yeah. 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 We were watching something, I don't know, on AMC through YouTube TV. You can go and you can watch old episodes. Those old episodes have commercials on it. I'm like, come on. This is like a month old. Like you don't have to try to sell me Little Caesars pizza and sticks. Like I don't want to. And then here's the thing that they, oh my God, it kills me. They play the same commercial at every commercial break. So it's one commercial and you see it 12 times. Yes. yes. And the, I love that they put like a little countdown timer in the corner. <laughs> it's and you just sit there staring at it. Oh that makes it even it worse because you're like, oh. oh my God. It's painful. Well, I know we're just a reminder. Just a reminder <laughs> that if you're a premium subscriber to BMOC Plus, it's ad free. That's BMOC's 24 7 streaming service. Oh, and it's, so, that's, it's but so that's where worth they get it. you because you, they know that we're all going to try and get the cheapest. Thing we yes. can find, uh, and and as many services as we can get, because we want to get a, a variety, right? But that's where they're going to get you. And the I next know. thing you know, you just have cable across a bunch. But of But you said a bunch of chunk. You you just chunked out and paying the same amount for cable, and we have the commercials. It's bullshit, God, and it's funny. That's, and that's you might have to you. you might have to bleep you might have to bleep this out. <laughs> but every time we're, we're watching a show and those ads come on, I look at Danny because we're always watching shows together, and I. 
And now we do it every time. So every time a commercial comes on, we look at each other and we yell at each other. Oh my God. If we just bleep that out, I would love to have that as my ringtone. <laughs> I just, I want to hear that again. That was really good. Oh, nice God. job there. You just you'll have to pay for the the Sports Wednesday Plus edition to get that unbleep. Well, I want I want everybody to do that. So when you're watching a show, and no, that's what I'm gonna do. On, you're like, what the? Mm, so good. It feels good when you say it. Man. Oh, I know. So I can't wait. This is a nice rant there, Maestro. That was nice a job. good one. That was really good. All right, fellas. It's time to oh. wrap this show up with a little something we like to call Two Minute Drill. Wow! All right, Coach, tell them how the Two Minute Drill works. Right, it's the Two Minute Drill. There's three of us. We each get two pops at it. 20 seconds of pop. We get to talk about whatever we want. Sports, movies, peacock, commercials, BMOCs, mental health at that time. But here's the kicker. We call it the two-minute drill. It's supposed to last two minutes. It's actually in the title, but we never, ever, ever hit it on time. We always go over, but we still call it the two-minute drill. Tonight's the night. I'm Tonight's telling the you. night. Feel good about it. All right. We are going maestro, then coach, then me. Maestro, are you ready? Let's see what uh, yeah, let's go. Your two-minute drill starts now. All right. Maestro is all about football. And when I say football, I mean soccer. When I mean soccer, I mean football. Uh, MLS is back. Major League Soccer in America. Coach's favorite. Never going to last. Anyway, they're two games in. It started last week, and it's on Apple TVs. They got games and stuff, free games. You can subscribe. But anyway, I'm going to try and watch a bunch of games this year. I feel a little guilty that I love EPL, but I don't love MLS. And I think Give America a chance. God, I think you... I blame that on my brother because he's such a snob about it, but it is true. If you watch an EPL game and an MLS game, it's night and day. But anyway, I'm in. I'm going to watch some. Go crew! That'll be good, uh, and be sure to report back to us how how that that effort is going. <laughs> Time, coach. Ah! So baseball is back, and we're just in the spring training. And the big news is that baseball is it's different. Uh, they got a pitch clock. They got rid of the shift. They made the bases bigger. Um, and I guess what I'm reporting is I don't really know. Like people keep asking me, "Cause I'm a baseball guy," how I feel about all this stuff. I Spring training is not the time to ask that because spring training is it's it it's not real baseball. So like I can't make a decision on this until it it's in an actual game. So I'm withholding my judgment of all these different changes until it's actually in a game. I have my feelings. I also have some strong feelings on some of them, some of them. But I I, I can't make a decision yet because spring training is not real baseball. So I'm telling everybody that asked me that question, stop asking me that question until they've actually started playing real baseball, which I can't wait for. I can't wait for baseball. I can't wait. Time! Time. Well, uh, fellas, the the new season of the F1 documentary, Drive to Survive, came out on Netflix, and uh, BMOC was uh, sure to consume it all, so I could tell you that it is serviceable. (laughs) It is a serviceable season if you're new to the show don't start with it oh, because 
they just they don't have the same amount of drama as they have in previous seasons to work with. And so uh, I still enjoyed it, but but it was it was a serviceable season. The most interesting thing I learned was that Max Verstappen and Michael Schumacher were childhood friends. So is it a family just to go on vacation together? Is it a season only a fan would love? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe, 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 but I'm enjoying it. Like, I yeah. think, I think I wasn't really like even the the F1 season starting. Yeah, and that and that show starting kind of hit me by surprise, and so yeah. it's all sort. I'm just taking it all in, but I've actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, I think I'm four episodes in. But as you know, last year Verstappen kind of ran away with with the championship title, and so they they just didn't have that same kind of narrative backbone for the whole season that they they've had in other years but i like that they're having episodes like i watched two tonight and they had one it was very specific to um to alpine Mm -hmm. and um and that battle that was going on with mclaren and then they had an episode you know like that whole drama with fernando fernando or whatever yeah i thought that was pretty cool which i think if if um you know, the typical Mercedes Red Bull battle was going on. We might not have seen an episode like that. Yeah, you're right. So I, did, I did like that. Yeah. All right. Time. Astro. All right. Now I'm jumping over to the EPL. EPL, everybody. I wanted, I wanted to give this game a little bit of props because it was an astounding game. So last weekend, Liverpool, who's been struggling a little bit, beat Man, Man's, Manchester United. Who's United. United. Who's been playing really well? I think they've won five out of their last six. Except they're nothing. third in the tables. Liverpool beat them seven nil. Seven nil. That's the worst loss that Manchester United has had in ninety years. That's crazy. Liverpool had eight shots and seven goals. Wow! Impressive. Impressive. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was cool. I saw that on the show sheet. I thought it was the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> I know you did, and I did that intentionally. They played Marshall. You guys. Yeah. What's <laughs> the nothing? <laughs> Why not? Why not? They're <laughs> That's rude. All right, anyway, Liverpool, that could be a turning point for them. Will they shoot their way up, and man, you nah, should. They'll lose next week down. six to nothing. I'll, uh, I'll check out the highlights of that. I want to see some of those goals. That'd be cool. cool. Coach. Also, uh, what's the what's the big, uh, that's the player, the Egyptian player. For Salah? Example. Mo Salah. Salah. He became, also in that game, became their highest scorer ever. Liverpool. He scored 100, 129 goals he scored at Liverpool. That's impressive. That's, he's good. He's a good soccer player. He's good at that game. He's good. Time, Time. Coach. Right, so uh, I had a little gut punch. On Saturday, so I was talking with Tal Sean, and we were chatting, and he brought up in conversation that his son's favorite Star Wars movie is Revenge of the Sith. So, of course, my first reaction was like, "Oh my God, how could he?" Oh, eh, you know, and I'm I'm such a Star Wars nerd. And then we talked, and he goes, "Of course, it's got to be." You know, we both agreed that it was it's Empire, and we did our whole thing. So then I, today I was thinking, I'm like, God, let me, let me put this in perspective because perspective can be a gut punch. So when Star Wars came out in 1978, we loved that movie. But Star Wars to 
Talshawn's son is 45 years ago. 45 years ago. That movie. Like watching Gone with the Wind. I'm going to help you out even more. So I thought, let's put perspective. When that movie came out, what is a movie that our parent was 45 years old? That's Casablanca. So when I was Tall Sean's son, would I have given two shits about Casablanca? No, not even remotely. So then I even did another comparison. I'm like, okay, I'll say two years later. Empire Strikes Back comes out in 1980. That's 43 years old. The, nu- the number one movie, 43 years before that, which is 1945? No, 47 is The Bells of St. Mary. <laughs> so ah. <laughs> the perspective is, first of all, that makes us extremely old because we're looking at this kid like, you should like a 45-year-old movie. It's so good. And he's like, no, I like one that's only 17 years old and was actually made in the 2000s. I, I will say because we've we've talked about this before, like with music and stuff like that. I feel like movies haven't changed as much. Correct. That yes. Fan as it as like early movies to you know there was movies without sound for a long time. You know, so like I feel like I don't know. I don't know that it, the comparison is completely a hundred percent, but I I can't back it up with it. Well, when depth. when Revenge of the Sith came out, not one but like multiple multiple critics. We're saying it was completely derivative of the Bells of St. Mary's. <laughs> Darth Vader was, was Bing Crosby, was father of whatever. <laughs> God. Anakin Skywalker and Bing Crosby. What a great connection. Way to segue all the way back. Yeah. So, so Coach, using his, using his two-minute drill to make us feel old. Congratulations, <laughs> Coach. Thanks, You're buddy. Welcome. As if we don't feel old already. I know, and I'm all sore. Welcome. I don't. I don't need to do this show to feel old. I do the show to escape feeling old. I know, and I just brought it all back. I'm oh man! All right, well, fellas, uh, I know. I know that you're on top of the New Orleans Saints because they're your your team. Uh, they signed today, Derek Carr, and I brought it up only because I don't get, and I have never got Derek Carr. <laughs> I, I know that he's had some good years in there. Uh, his last year was absolutely a disaster. It was so bad that they sat him the last two games. Yeah. And uh, New Orleans is signing him to be QB1. I I guess New Orleans coach is the guy who drafted him, and I can kind of see that connection. But he's old, and I, I guess I'm just going to say good luck with it. But I, I just don't get Derek Carr. $150 million. Yeah, the Saints are like, we're not getting anybody else, so let's just pay a lot of money to this guy. Derek Carr. Derek New Orleans Carr. Says. I mean, like, how could he be so bad with his best college receiver, who is like the best coll- the best NFL receiver? I know, Devontae Adams, I know. How could he not? Uh, oh, that team was a train wreck, but he also wasn't very good. I don't know. I don't know. People do weird things, and they spend a lot of money on things they shouldn't. Time. And that was the... We did go a little bit over tonight. Before we go, I want to I want to give the show MVP award to whoever can predict how close we were. Oh, we're on doing our two that? minute That's drill. Such a great idea! Yeah. I love it. 
bringing that back here. Let's see. Uh, so we went a little bit over two minutes. Let's, Coach, what do you got? I'm going to go nine minutes and 51 seconds. 9.51. Maestro? I'm going to cut that in half. I'm going to go four minutes, 54 seconds. 4.54. Once again, Maestro is closer. It was nine minutes, 46 seconds. Congratulations, Maestro, MVP of the show for 225 consecutive episodes. I do have – I have to jump in really quick before the show's over. Brada did come back. Uh, we got a bet. It's got a bet. It is, of course, hockey. It is uh, the Hurricanes minus one and a half versus the Flyers. It's on Thursday night. He's going to be at the game. So who are we taking? Are we taking the one and a half in the Flyers or are we taking the home Canes? I don't even know how good the Flyers are. I love Gritty. Fuck it. Let's go. Take it. Flyers? Take it. Fly- how much? Ten? Ten. Ten. Done. Done! Nice job. So now you don't have to go to social media because we snuck it in. Speaking of sneaking it in, we're coming right up on the hour mark, and that means there being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way. On behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro, Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and good times, everybody. Good times. Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.